Hello, welcome to LLG's Random But Real Podcast, where you'll hear conversations about any and all things random with an entree, not a side dish, of mental health advocacy. I use my performance, communication, and literary art skills to bring awareness about mental health and other topics. Therefore, whether I'm singing, speaking, or writing, it is my desire that my words will be melodic, just like music to your ears. Welcome to LLG. That's me, Lisa L. Gilliam's Random But Real Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of LLG's Random But Real. Um, I am excited to have my co-host on here with me. She's my co-author, Tracy M. Worley. Say hello to the people, Tracy. Hello, people. (laughs) Ooh, y'all so we pre-recorded um yep so today i don't know if it's the wind whatever it was it knocked me right on out and so we are starting again um from scratch and uh we just first i w- wanted to say thank you to those of you who have already purchased and or read the book um one of our classes they said that uh, they were reading it today and, um, you know, kind of just makes me smile just to know that, like I said, I don't know if it's because people are nosy and they want to know what we talked about <laughs> or if they really are supporting us. But you know what? I'm OK with either because so. we decided to be honest and share parts of our stories. Both of us uh, planned to write, you know, our own autobiography. But um, this was a first step and definitely God ordained because I wanted to do a relationship play, but I never planned on writing a separate book. It was going to be in my autobiography. So how do you feel about it, Tracy? Now that the book is out, we are finally published authors. <laughs> it, it absolutely feels surreal. Um, and then just the amount of uh, support that outpouring, like you said, um, you know, people, sending pictures in of their copies like holding their copies right it's it's awesome it's it's really awesome and um you know somewhat scary at the same time because you don't know how things are going to be perceived but then I also know that um uh as as Tabitha uh our good friend Tabitha on social media said that's none of my business right right (laughs) how people feel and how they how they take it but I, I think one of the things that we have um continue to message as we were doing this is that if it can help one person, if it could just help Absolutely. one person, we just want to help people. Um, so we're, we're going to see what happens. Yeah, we are. We are. And just don't don't worry, y'all. We are looking for venues now to do the book signing because some people have voiced that they want our autographs, um, you know, in the book as well. And so it reminds me of like when I first you know, release my CD, my first CD and just mm-hmm. how much fun that was. And so, you know, I, I'm looking forward to the same type of um, just welcoming situation, you know, um, for the book uh, release or signing party signing. It probably won't be a party, but, you know, our signing. So um, be on the outlook, the lookout <laughs> mm-hmm. for that, not the outlook, but the lookout for that. Um, make sure you follow us on social media. Um, we'll give you all that information again um, towards the end of the show so that you all can stay abreast to what we're doing. Um, so, yeah, um, you know, but we really I wanted to like do. 
Okay, Lisa, hopefully you can um, still hear me. I don't hear you. We lost your audio. But it's still recording. So we'll see what happens. Uh, can you hear I, me now? Yes, I can hear I, you. I can hear you the whole time. Awesome. Um, okay. So you could just—I don't know. You all just disregard if, all of the the you, breaks. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with the it's the service right. today, but We're roll on. Yep. So I was just saying that you know it's a little different once you have it out or published. I think we were anticipating um, for such a long time. So yeah. now that it's out, um, I don't know. It's just I'm an author. <laughs> yeah, yeah. An author. And I'm thrilled because I did want to do that. Now I thought my mom would, you know, still be alive and be able to to see that or or see me reach that goal um and that sometimes makes me a little sad but i know she sees you know yeah, so, yeah of course yeah how do you think your dad would feel oh my gosh oh over the moon excited yeah. um yeah. always you know always cheering me on um so yeah i, I understand what that feels like and and it's it's really surreal because he was writing <clears throat> at the time of his passing, um, which was Sutton, he was in the process of writing his memoir um, about Vietnam and just some of the things that he had encountered. And so um, what I thought was going to be my first project to finish writing before I actually completed my autobiography was going to be his work. And I knew that there were parts that I was going to have to fill in and finish. And then this happened. <clears throat> but I do want to take the time here to say publicly, I know, I, I don't even know if I said it privately to you, but I thank you because I am in such a good space now. Um, and I don't know, I think this, this, this project, this 21 days, this, this project, I think it kept me honest. I think it kept me really um, focused <laughs> and we were very stringent with, you know, our, our timelines. We were on it. You know, we had our meeting times. We were on it. Our writing schedules, we did all of that. But I think what this really did was it, it helped to make me accountable to my own healing. And I want to thank you because I am so not in the place that I was a year ago or even six months ago. And I thank God because, <laughs> um, you know, even writing through your pain, it, it is it is really it is really an experience and so now to go back and look at what I wrote just you know months back it's like I feel like I've grown so much and that I'm healing I can actually feel that I'm the healing process taking place so I just want to thank you for inviting me on this journey with you and um, the ladies that embarked upon it with us and it was just um, at the time, you know, it was it was hard and it hurt and it, we were in pain. We were all in some level of pain or degree of pain and, and heartbreak. But um, I feel like I'm crossing the other side and I just want to thank you for that. Um, another thing that um, I, I do want to share um is just, uh, you know, what, what I've discovered on this whole journey is making sure that I give grace, I give a lot of grace and extend grace to a lot of people. 
And, you know, um, a lot of times we say like our, our self-talk, uh, we're harder on ourselves sometimes than what we are to other people. And what I'm finding now is that I need to make sure that I'm always pausing to give myself grace in situations and not be so hard on myself or not beat myself up. Um, when, when I make missteps or when I make mistakes or, you know, if I fall down, you know, and that's one of the things that you, you noted, um, in, in our dedication to, you do fall down. If you trespass, you, you, you make a mistake, you, 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 you know, you repent, you go to God and you you just get back up and you keep pressing forward because the one thing that we're not going to do is ever stay down. So, um, yeah, that that's where I am. I just really wanted to um, take the time to pause and let you know how uh, how much I appreciate you in bringing me along on this journey with you. Okay, so it looks like <laughs> it looks like I'm here, um, and uh, I think uh, Lisa's audio may have gone out again. Um, but we'll see if she can get back on. And if not, I will just continue to keep, uh, okay, okay, I'll keep sharing. Um, and, and you know, as Lisa mentioned, and she thanks everyone who has been supportive of the, um, I say this project, because there's more to it than uh, for us just writing a book. Um, it was really about creating a model and sharing that model. And, you know, when you look us up on uh, on Amazon, you hear you, you if you look up twenty one days, you'll see a whole lot of twenty one days. Um, <clears throat> but I always tell people just look for our names. Um, if you search by our last name, it'll pull it up. And um, but it's just a beautiful thing for someone to reach out and say, "I can't find it. I see so many twenty one days." But back to my original point, because I'm like you know my mind is like a squirrel and I can get all over the place. But to bring it back to the point um, that I was making is more than just writing a book. It was really about the model and sharing the model with others. I mean, you know, there there is, I'm sure, more than one way. People may use different um, mechanisms in which how they meet. They may meet via Zoom, however, you know, you choose to do that. We wanted to just kind of lay down the blueprint uh, for what we did and, and what worked for us. Uh, as a group, and I'm just so incredibly grateful for um, having had that experience. And it it came at a time where um, it was it was rough um, to actually um, <laughs> for someone to bring you along and say, "Hey, listen, God put this on my heart, and I just want to." Um, see if it's something that you're interested in. I know we've all talked and I, I know where each person is. I know you all don't know each other, but at the same time, it's like, we're dealing with a heartache, right? So <clears throat> you have to give up, you have, you have, you have to give up your, your, your connections and, uh, for 21 days. And, you know, the initial thing when everything's, you know, the, the initial processing for me and it's going through my mind, I'm like, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, sure. Yeah, I, I can do that. But then when you start to think about what does that look like? Like I can't contact anybody and say, Hey, don't reach out to me. So I'm not, um, so I'm not breaking the rules 
<laughs> of this challenge. Don't contact me. Don't don't call or text because if you do, I can't call you back. There was none of that. You couldn't do that if you followed, you know, if you followed the guidelines. Because the purpose was to um, make sure that we were um, reflective and at the same time being open to hear from God. And when you have all of these different distractions and, you know, you know, your heartstrings are being tugged at, it can be extremely extremely difficult um but i took the plunge we took the plunge and um here we are and so this wasn't anything that we set out to do initially um as a book project um or or you know but you know i think what we're willing to do now is to just flow with it and however uh, god directs it um, whomever he wants us to reach, that is our hope um, that it'll reach somebody that's in the same boat. And um, as I look around um, my surroundings or my, my, my group of friends, and, and I have um, wonderful, wonderful girlfriends that I rock with and some for years and years that have been like childhood friends and um, successful women educated women, college educated women even. And uh, you find that a lot of us are in the same boat. And so it's like, what is it with that? What is going on with that? And some have been married before. Um, some some have been, um, you know, just <laughs> kind of waiting for, waiting for um, Prince Charming to come on the white horse. And um I really now could do without Prince Charming on a horse. He doesn't have to come in on a horse because you know what comes in with the horse. So <laughs> I could do without that. Um, but I'm learning now to not be as um, impatient. I think for a while I was very anxious. And as I approached 50, I was really getting anxious because of what I thought that my life should look like. Now, based on, as you can read in the book, what I thought life was going to be like for me when I was in my 20s or even in my teens, that um, by 30, I would be married and I would have, you know, what they say, 1.2 children. I never really wanted to have more than one. But, um, I, I, you know, life life is what it is. And, and, and sometimes life is what it is because of the decisions that we make. But... Um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful to be in this space that I am now um, with so much ahead of us that we cannot even see. Um, I am, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for the book signings. I'm excited to uh, see what speaking engagements may come out of this. Um, so we can sit down and as uh, Lisa has coined the phrase, I have couch, couch conversations, being able to, um, just sit down and rap a bit and, and, and talk to people and see where they are and, and where you will have the opportunity. You, the listener, will have the opportunity to share your story um, with others if you so choose to do so. And um, what, I, what I can say is that what I thought was one of the most difficult and dark periods of my life, because, you know, we go through things. And we go through situations, but when you find yourself going through it over and over again, 
just different faces and different names, but that pain is the same. Um, you learn a lot about yourself. And I think that was the part that I was missing. Um, I, I, I think I went through life kind of on autopilot. I wasn't, I was so busy looking in the rear view and focused on what was behind me and how I messed up and how I, I shouldn't have done this or I shouldn't have allowed that that I was missing what was in front of me and all of the beautiful things that were right in front of me. So like right now, I'm just in of um, becoming more content and recognizing that I'm exactly in the place that I'm supposed to be in. And I say that, <laughs> I say that is as open and as honest as I can be because it's, it's still a work in progress. There are things that uh, are still upsetting to me as a single woman, like having to take out the trash, um, <laughs> having to go to the car wash, those little things, um, the smoke detector. And I'm just going to wrap a bit because I think um, um, somehow we lost Lisa's audio, but as we're still on, we're random, but real, we're going to be random and we're just going to talk. So, uh, you know, just those things that, you know, those everyday things and I, you know, bring that back to my girlfriends and talking to them and the things that they share. And these are really beautiful people, really good people um, uh, that have put in some sweat equity in relationship. Hey, y'all. Can you hear me now, Tracy? Yep, I can hear you. I don't know if it's going to cut out again, you all, but Tracy was doing a great job talking her experience of the book. I said thank you for the shout out you gave me, but you couldn't hear that and, or anything else I was saying, but I was agreeing with you. So I'm going to let Tracy continue on because she was doing such a fine job talking about her experience. And yes, so please continue. And then if you don't hear me say anything while you're saying something and just let me know and you know, okay. we'll figure it out. I'll text you or something. I <laughs> At you. I, I, I think that, you know, I was what I was what I was bantering on about was that it's it's amazing how you uh, how we know these remarkable, amazing, beautiful, talented and and just brilliant women. And yet mm -hmm. you find so many of us are single are still single and mm -hmm. single, not dating um, because the dating pool now is, is interesting. Um <laughs> That's a nice way of I'll say it. that. Yeah, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that nicely. Um, and it's it's like to, for me, it's mind blowing because I don't think that like in our parents' day, this wasn't a thing. This was not a thing. It was. I don't think that this was a thing like it is now. When I look mm -hmm. at the, my number of friends, so just the mere fact that you knew three close friends that you could reach out to, and and knew that all of us were pretty much in the same boat in terms of heartbreaking and, and just not being pleased with the situations that we were in it's that's it's, it's just wild it's mind-blowing right and so um you know out of that to be able to get it all down capture as much as we can because um i we you know i, I was teasing you the other day because we were doing something i don't know what we were doing and you said um i you you had a thought you had an epiphany about something and i said oh write that down and you know I didn't write it down, <laughs> but you <laughs> But when we would oh, eat daily, you right. <laughs> somebody had something prolific or profound to say. You said, "Oh, write that down. Write that down." Yeah. But yeah. you know, it's, 
what was it six o'clock in the morning uh, yes we managed yes and i don't even get over time man so it's like 6 a.m you know sometimes we're talking and you're just talking it's like oh good you say write that down <laughs> right right just the discipline that we needed like i said i'm not a, i've never been a, a morning person i'm almost a half century old and i would love to be and i know some people say don't say that but it's true i know me and i know i've never been super thrilled i'm happy to get up and live another day but i wasn't happy to get out of the bed at that time you yeah. know the morning so it, it, that's been my story of my life and so um to make sure that because i had other people depending on me just as well as they we were depending on each other and i feel like if you're a leader if it, it was still god gave me the idea i can't be slacking mm -hmm. if he's giving the idea to me like i have to make sure that i'm putting in just as much as everybody else. And I would get upset when people were doing what they said they were going to do. Cause we said, we as the collective, mm -hmm. you know, said we were going to do certain things and make sure that we encourage each other through the process. And um, Tracy and I were the only ones who didn't go back. <laughs> like we did what we were supposed to do. We didn't talk to the person to the persons who started us on this journey because um, we were trying to purge ourselves from it. Now, the funny thing is we are friends with those individuals, um, although, you know, we don't name them. Right. And won't name them. They know who they are. Um, it wasn't about them, though. It was about us and, and our process um, through this. But, you know, it took commitment. It did. It took commitment to meet you know, or get up every morning to pray, to journal, even when we didn't feel like it. Mm -hmm. And then I'm thankful that they will most of the time trusted me when I was, I wouldn't, I wasn't doing anything. I wouldn't tell a client. I was a counselor for 20 years. And so I, we were doing the same thing that I would tell one of my clients to do and writing things. I don't even like to do it because it makes it real for me. Mm -hmm. um, I'd rather just say it. And then it's in the air, in the atmosphere. Yeah. But I say it and I write it, it makes it real. And it took diligence to write when we didn't want to. And some of us were like, I don't feel like it, but it takes away when you're any type of collective or group. And I learned this in family counseling, you're a family or in group counseling. It, one person that doesn't do what they normally do, it can affect negatively or positively the rest of the people that are in that collective. Yeah. The dynamic. When someone didn't do what they were supposed to do, you know, maybe it was God using you that particular day to say a word to us, to encourage us, because you ain't feel like it. That might have, you know, not necessarily panned out or done what it was supposed to do, do that day. And I think it also required us stepping out of our comfort zones. Yeah. yeah it was really easy to just talk to y'all. I didn't have to tell nobody else. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't FaceTime. I don't FaceTime or video anything yeah. like that because I'm not what I'm, I'm not what one would call vain. I'm not vain. But I am, um, <laughs> I am, I am definitely a girly girl. So nobody can see my bonnet and all of that. Nobody sees bonnets and all of that. Now I might tie <laughs> my scarf around my head and do it in a knot or something like that. But no one will see me in a bonnet. So <laughs> I had to get up before six to make oh sure that I was looking halfway presentable. To uh, that was not know. my story, y'all. I didn't care. <laughs> I was going for a walk. Sometimes I was walking while we were on the call. I was oh, like, yeah, I got to exercise yeah. anyway. Yeah. Uh -huh. I did a Whitley Gilbert. I had to get in there and get myself together so I could be presentable. Oh, my but, goodness. Um, 
it was uh yeah it it was really um and, you know it was like once we got the flow of it for me I was just locked in I was locked in I'm like I'm gonna commit to this it's it's hard you know to have some of the discussions that we had in the morning right. it was hard to have those conversations about what really is like right. not what we fantasized about or you know um you know we sit around and we may ruminate on certain things it was like no this is what real it what is happening today what mm-hmm. happened did your person reach out right no. did you answer the phone when they reached out no mm-hmm. no or how you felt when no. they because mine didn't reach out the whole time i was like how in the world <laughs> mad mad because they didn't reach out but also mad because they didn't reach out you know what i mean like yeah, happy and sad all the and different the emotions time. because yeah. i love the individual and i i wanted to talk to them but the yeah. whole time i was on it you know like yes. what, <laughs> and like what was that uh show uh uh, uh reverend leon lonnie love and he said why must thou tempt this me That's- <laughs> <laughs> that was on martin wasn't it yes <laughs> <laughs> don't call me look oh don't because i don't even want the temptation and so i think i had a voicemail i had a voicemail call and i couldn't call back and then it was mm. like you know i knew that it was going to cause because we, we we were friends and so it was like, i knew it was going to cause some sort of concern mm-hmm. that, because for me that is out of character i'm calling right. i'm going to text you back i'm going to call you back i'm going to respond to calls where sometimes i can't say the same thing for that person but mm-hmm. I was on, I'm always on it just for anybody. I don't, you know, if, if I'm not responding to you, something is really, cool, a, or you absolutely. have really, or you have really torn it with me <laughs> for me to absolutely. ignore you. I'm getting there though. Now that I've put more boundaries in my life, I've noticed that it's okay to not jump to respond to people. Um, absolutely. So I've learned a lot from this process. It's really made me, and I think that's where I left off, become more self reflective about well, who is Tracy and what does Tracy really want? Because like I said, I've been moving through my life kind of on autopilot, um, like, you know, sleepwalking. And uh-huh. and and now I feel like I'm really awake. And um, aside from knowing what the pain and the disappointment feels like, I feel like I was just really coasting through my life because for a long time, I've just been so focused on waiting for somebody to come and rescue me. And to make my life better. And then I realized you have everything within you. And God has blessed you with so much that you have everything that you need to go on and live your life. And then anything else or anyone else that comes into my life, that's an enhancement to what I've already been blessed with. So I'm trying to focus more on that and, you know, starting to live a little bit more and living a little bit more out loud. Yes, I ain't coming out the house at nighttime, Tracy. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I am. I am. I, I love being home. I love. Like I, I said, know. I pay a lot but of money you, for this here mortgage, so I don't. Mind I get it. Here, but 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 yeah. nobody gonna meet you at your house unless they the I delivery know, guy. Maybe maybe the um the UPS man. There might but, be. Um, yeah. That happened to one of my friends. She did get married to the. Uh, I don't know if he was FedEx or UPS, but he delivered at her job. But she was still out. She wasn't in the house. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, and yep, that's that's how she met him. Yeah, just so, he need to have been on the job for a little while where he's vested. <laughs> oh my goodness, my all friends! The, all of the things that used to not matter to me that matter now as I'm approaching fifty, that I'm like, I want to make sure that I have uh, that I I attract. You know, that I'm working on myself so that what I want um, mm-hmm. 
from from my partner that I'm becoming that that I want from him. You know, I don't want somebody that, you know, is not together, not well put together, and that you have nothing to bring to the table when I already have the table. I don't want that. You know, I don't want anybody <laughs> trying to, you know, live off of me. And it's like now when I start looking at people, other people who have shared with me and have gone through different experiences and have lived life. And it's like, okay, you know, I've worked at this job for this number of years. I am fully vested. You know, when you start looking at what you stand to lose after you've been with somebody and then they end it for a different reason. And then it's like, right. that's an expensive price to pay to have somebody to walk away with what you work for. Yeah. Need somebody that's all in and that wants to live life together and do life together and not be coming in with a, a scheme right. <laughs> or a plan to make life, you know, right. um, easier for them. Yeah. I get it. And even though I still get it, I sometimes I just I still don't listen to to reason. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. listen to my heart still, knowing I know better. Like clearly I know what I'm talking about. Would you you can say like you've been through the process. Do you think that I know what I'm talking about having gone through the process? Yeah, absolutely. No question. And yet did I listen to what I should have been doing all the time? Absolutely not. Mm-mm. And that's frustrating. But I acknowledge it. I acknowledge where I mess up. I acknowledge where I was right. And I acknowledge, I, can I just say this too? Like, I think a lot of people think that you have to be out of your mess in order to help somebody else. And that is absolutely not true. Can it be even more effective? Yeah, I think it could be. But sometimes God allows us to see us. It is just like the prodigal son. He was in the midst of the muck and the mire, mm-hmm. right? In the pig slop. Mm-hmm. And he came to himself. And so and knew, uh, my father got food. Let me go over there and, and get with that, right? <laughs> yeah. um, it doesn't say it like that, but you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My father got all this and he can take care of me. And, you know, God is our father. That was symbolic, you know what I'm saying, of what Christ has for us, what Jesus, God has for us. And so, um, but I think that even just on the regular, everyday, physical sense of things, sometimes we're in the midst of all that mess that we actually have this something great come up of it and this was something great this is something like for me it was a baby Mm -hmm. it was something i birthed Mm -hmm. because he allowed me to be the vessel but Mm -hmm. it took you and other ladies to go on the journal journey you know with me Mm -hmm. um for it to be i guess as impactful as i know it will continue to be and as impactful as it has been it's going to take you on some emotional rides there's some good things, some bad things, some funny things. I was like, I got all my sad stuff out and the Tracy stuff is funny. Like I literally was laughing out loud at the the way that she writes, not <laughs> laughing at, you know, the way you write. Yeah. Maybe it come out right. The, she's a comical mean. writer. So her stuff is funny, even though it wasn't, the situations weren't funny at all, but it's so funny. Um, I always say life laugh? is- Did you laugh at your own writing? Life is, is I, I, I say life is, you know, my life has been sometimes stranger than fiction. And Mm. so some of the things that I have experienced and some of the things that I've gone through, it's some of it is just really like laughable, like something's really ridiculous. Um, (laughs) And, you know, I I had, I had someone to say to me recently, and he's, he's, he's one of the individuals in the book. And he said to me, you know, he's always joking and always saying, you know, do you want to get back? You want to get back? But see, the mm. interesting thing for me now, um, 
when I met this person, I was 27 years old. I'm 40, right. 49. Let's do the math. There's been a whole lot of growing in between that time and that. And it, it I, I don't, what I'm learning now and what I'm clear on now is that I don't want to go backwards. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to go backwards. And there's something about feeling rejected or when somebody scars you that I have forgiven. Uh-huh. I have forgiven. It's it's behind us. There have been we've had some conversations where I've actually said, you know, um, I'll I'll forgive this, I'll forgive that, I'm gonna let all of that go. That's fine. We can start fresh. But as friends, I don't want any more than that. Um, right. This is what I'm comfortable with right here, and that's where those boundaries come in. And so sometimes people don't know how to take you, um, when you're different. You know, and he's even said sometimes, I don't like this new Tracy. I don't, I don't like this because, well, this one's a grown up now. This one's a Mm -hmm. grown woman, you know, not because I was over 21 years old grown, but real grown, good and grown, like paying all my bills by myself, all (laughs) of them, all of them by myself. I don't have anybody else sitting anywhere, no sugar daddies, no nothing. I'm paying them and I'm meeting them and and I'm good. And so it's like, you know, sometimes, you know, I'll sit down and, you know, I just, I just think about, you know, where, what life could have been like. And sometimes God spares us and we don't even realize that we're being spared. Uh-huh. Um, so that's where I am now. So, you know, he'll, he'll, I think I, I say he's joking. He's probably not joking, but I say he's joking. Might as well be because uh-huh. I've, I've lived through that and, and people are who they are. Now, can people change? Yes. But there have been some things, and I'm very observant, and there have been some things and some behaviors that I've recognized, and I'm like, nope, you're still there. That is right. still in you. It's still on you. And so not to slag him, he, he's probably a perfect guy for another woman, not me, right. not me. And um, so I, I can, I, 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 you know, I have, I, I'm respectful, um, you know, I'm still friendly, but I have my boundaries. So uh-huh. if I say no to something, that's what I mean. I don't want to have to say no multiple times and all of that because we're not in the um, preschool class where we're dealing with children. Uh, we're grown adults. So when I say no, my no is no. And now I'm very clear that my no is my no and my yes is my yes. And for him is no. And, and that's <laughs> not happening, huh? <laughs> not random. It's just real. I feel you. And, no, because I, I went through you. too much. I went through too much and um, I don't ever want to if you don't recognize what you have and the blessing of what you have when it's right there in your hands, right there in your grasp, and then you let it go, you know, well, you know, you, you let the light go out. Right. And now I look back and I don't even know, you know, I, I, I know now, I, I don't even want to say, I don't know how I ended up there. I do know because those were some of the things that we worked through and it, and it, it caused us to soul search a bit. And, and it, even in writing, it made me really go back and look and start from scratch and say, where did it, where did this start? Where did this pattern start for me? Feeling like yeah. I was less than or feeling like I needed to just accept what right. was here or what, or how someone decided to treat me. And, right. and yeah, like it, life is really starting to look really, really different now with those rose colored glasses and they got broken and crushed and rolled over by several cars. <laughs> And now I'm looking at things and I'm like 2020 vision. And sometimes it's hard. 
sometimes it's hard. Like I, I think I was saying how I have those certain um, triggers, things that upset me sometimes taking out the trash um, mm-hmm. and um, going having to go to the car wash and uh, the smoke detector. Oh my gosh. I think that's like probably one of the, that causes me so much anxiety because oh. you never know when that thing is going to start beeping. And I'm five foot two, and I'm, <laughs> I can I can get can't up reach it, y'all. Get Poor it, thing. Get the battery out, but that's about all I can do. So I thank God for my neighbors, um, mm-hmm. who will come yeah. and you know help me out a little bit. But it's community. I'm getting it done. I'm I'm getting it done. But it really this 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 helped me, and I didn't think at the time that it was. You know, it's like you just do it. It's like uh-huh. vegetables. They had no faith in me, y'all. They thought I was just making up some. It wasn't really that. It was just that <laughs> this, I, my friend, and I will say my friend, he was a security blanket. Right. For years, the security blanket. And then those feelings kind of, uh, for me, those feelings just, they kind of changed and they shifted. And so then it was, you know, I'm in love with my friend. And, mm-hmm. and then when life took different turns and yes, get the book to find out what I got. Okay, continue Tracy. All over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. put, put the commercial in there. <laughs> Absolutely. We got, we need y'all to go ahead and purchase that. Y'all. You got, you're not going to find out every secret on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> go on. <laughs> Retailers, Barnes and Noble and Amazon.com. Absolutely. Yes. Barnes and Noble, Amazon. Actually, anywhere where you can find digital copies, you just got to put in 21 Days by Lisa L. Gilliam or Tracy L. Worley. You can put both or one at the other and uh, you will find us. It's a broken heart and a lady on the on the floor uh, or the ground reaching out right. to the book. <laughs> What'd you say? That's about right, too. Yes. And then you'll, you'll know it's us. We don't want you to get anybody else's 21 days. We want you to get ours. Yeah. Yeah. And uh shout out, shout out again to uh, Journal Joy, who has been awesome. Yes. Um, Gotta shout out Journal Joy. Because we are really going to be, um, you know, we realize the reach and how broad and not just in the United States and then Amazon. And then yes. I looked at, we were in Brazil. Though. Was it Brazil? Yeah, it was Brazil. somewhere international yeah. that I found it. I was like, oh, that's Target, another week. Walmart. Major mm-hmm. any major book retailer eventually will have this and it's um um it's it's available. It's available and on sale. So it's just what a blessing and just to have that broad reach. And I know going through um the relationship challenges um um or, or the lack thereof, um this this last one hit me so hard that I couldn't, you know. <clears throat> before you know when you're younger you can kind of get up and you can bounce back and I talk about that how that first one that first heartbreak made me feel like I thought I was going to die and then I woke up the next morning and I because I really thought it was going to take me out of my sleep I was going to have a heart attack or something it was just that bad and I woke up the next morning and I was okay okay that's not it so we got to keep going and so right. you keep going and then each time you get knocked down you're a little slower getting up but this is the thing, Tracy. Some people don't keep going, and 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 this is a, a mental health, you know, podcast. And so I think that we should also just briefly, if if you know, mention the fact that there are people in the world who go through breakups because it's a loss, and some people have even committed suicide. Yes. Some have killed. Some have died because of it. It's real. And so if you yeah. need help, if you need someone to talk to, because I know what that feels like. One guy was dating. Um, this was in my twenties. And I, when he decided to, to move on, 
you know, I, I remember I felt like I was hyperventilating, but I wasn't, but I just felt like it was no air. I couldn't breathe because it, mm-hmm. it just happened from just mm-hmm. unexpected yep. um, because he was telling me one thing, but also telling the other person something different. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. um, and yet that still did not make me hate him, which is, says a lot about me, but you'll find out through the book, how I got to be who I am and how I'm still fighting through some of that because learn behavior, you don't, you don't unlearn it overnight. Now, God is able, I do believe to change anything, but most of the time learn behavior does, it takes time to unlearn it. And so instead of, this is a personal, uh, I guess, plea, instead of getting mad at me for my actions, just continue to pray for me that I'm able to find my way out of it because you weren't there with me when some of those things were happening to me in my youth mm-hmm. that helped form me into the person that I became. And a lot of people don't think that that has anything to do with what you do when you're an adult. And that's so untrue. So yeah, just something else to think about, you know, want definitely want people to, um, to, to, pay attention to that. And if you see somebody that's depressed because of loss or loss of a relationship or anything else, any other loss, um, even the loss of the idea that they thought, um, you know, they were going to have somebody and then that, that change or just please get them help. It's, it's real, Lisa. And that's, that's exactly what I was getting at that I had been driven so far down this time that I had to go, I went to my pastor, I called my pastor, my pastor dad. And um, because my dad passed away and my pastor has just been so wonderful and, um, and my first lady and supporting me and loving on me. And um, I, I, I just really appreciate them. And he's always created such a safe space that I was so broken and so hurt. I didn't know what else to do and where I didn't know what to do. And of course, I didn't want to go telling my grandmother everything and, you know, blabbing up. <laughs> I went to him. I right. felt safe. And I actually at one point talked to both of them and sat down in the office with both of them. But when I first went to him, I was in tears. And I think I th- think I still probably owe him a box of Kleenex because I, I'm telling <laughs> you that I probably used half of that box. I mean, just sitting there in one setting, I was just a puddle of tears and yeah. um, I was so devastated. And I went and then I met back with him again in a couple of weeks and I was a little bit better. I didn't use as many Kleenex, but I knew then after I left the office that, I mean, you know, he's, he's, he's a, he's a man of God. He's a, he's an attorney, but he's not a counselor, um, mm-hmm. not, not a clinical not a therapist. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I knew Definitely. at that point I needed to go get counseling. So I sought out um, Christian counseling and I did that for a while and then sometimes you have to move around, as you well know, uh, Lisa, that, you know, you don't always have a, the best fit. And she was great. Um, I found somebody that I liked, but she was very inconsistent. And I'm like, right now I need consistency. Right. And I also found that she wanted to focus on, well, let's focus on Tracy. What does Tracy want to do? And how does Tracy want to work on getting her so better? And all I could think about was him and his name was the only thing that was coming out. Help me get through this part. You're trying to get me to focus and get my mind off of him. And that's not working. And so I ended up um, actually talking to Lisa. I had that name written down, um, Doc Reed, Christopher Reed. And I wrote that down and I was looking at someone else's YouTube video months later after you and I talked and you had mentioned him. And um, I was watching somebody else's video, R.C. Blake's. I was watching the RC Blake's video and I was getting ready to leave work. 
and I, you know, put something on because I'll watch in the car, especially when I'm in pain, boy, it'll really drive you to the Lord. I was listening to sermons coming home, sermons going to work because I had to get through because what we both do is we still show up at work and we only right. time to, to get done what we need to do, do for the people that we serve. So right. I still had to show up, you know, um, in my pain and all of that. You put pull it together and, and get it, pull them up and, and get on out the door and get done what you needed to do. So sometimes it was T.D. Jakes going to work. Sometimes it was uh, Pastor Michael Todd, whoever. I just needed to, I needed to hear something. I needed something right. so stern. So I was listening to R.C. Blake's and then all of a sudden, right after that, in that next cycle, I heard uh, Doc uh, Reed, Doc Reed, Christopher Reed. I started doing coaching with um, Doc Reed and that was just absolutely awesome because what it did was he talked about those same things like you did. We went back and looked at childhood. What was your childhood like? What was it like for you in school? What was your family life like? We went from the cradle all the way to the present. Uh -huh. And I'm so appreciative and um, of that referral again, ma'am. Um, You're welcome. See, and, I'm a good friend. <laughs> yeah, and now, you know, he's he's like a big brother to me. And we're not, we were doing coaching. It was so bad in the beginning. We were doing coaching once a week. And um, he has the diamond mind. And, and, and so I have a group from, uh, from the diamond mind that I still keep in close contact with a group of sisters. Um, mm -hmm. because we are, uh, some of us are impasse where we process and feel everything. We're feelers, the feelers of the world, the, um, you know, and so, um, from that group, I have some sisters, a sister group, um, that's also another support system. And so I have a lot, a lot of support. Um, a lot of my good girlfriends, um, some that I've, um, gone all the, all the way through grade school with. And so it was just a blessing that, you know, looking back, nothing happens by accident that we ended up working together um, during our last class reunion. And now here we are um, right. today with us. So um, counseling, coaching, the past, I had the trifecta going on. I had somebody over here praying, somebody over here preaching, somebody <laughs> counseling, somebody coaching. I needed everything because, and I still, I was still, you know, um, one of Doc's things is cut it off. He, he will tell you to cut something off in a minute. And we will fight back and forth battling. I wasn't ready. And um, when I tried to do that before to have no contact, I mean, you talking about crying, I was crying, I was upset because at the same time, you know, like you said, when the per with the person that made you upset, you still cared about the person. So I felt like it was being mean, even though, and this person didn't treat me mean, but they omitted the truth, which is not nice to omit no. the truth. But what I've also learned is that people that are hurt and go through their own trauma without processing it and having gone to therapy and counseling and things of that nature, they end up hurting you. Right. Um, so I learned so much about myself <laughs> doing this. Like I thought I knew me, I thought I knew me, but now I'm very clear on who Tracy is and what Tracy wants to do. And so now I'm working on all my bucket list items and all of my bucket list things and things that I want to do. And, if I have to do them by myself, I'm going to do them by myself. And it's perfectly fine because God will provide for me whatever I need uh, when I get there. Tour guides, whatever. It's going to be all right because I'm going My to... Girl, we need to set up some book signing so we can write that joint off. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Where Absolutely. we go? Absolutely. It's going to, it's going to happen. And um, 
I, I'm, I'm telling you a lot of things. I didn't want to go to certain things or certain functions and because you get tired of always having to go with your girlfriends all the time. I right. mean, like, like, like we all, there are people that I can take with me, but do I want those people, do I want those men in my presence or in my company? You know, right. I want to be careful what I, you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to settle anymore. I don't have to. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I, I don't apologize for it. I've worked really hard. Um, and I'm not, I'm not going backwards. I'm not going backwards in thinking. We're moving forward. And um, this is really a faith walk um, to keep looking forward and not look back. And um, there are times that, you know, being completely honest that, you know, oh, I, I think about, I think about my friend all the time um, mm -hmm. because this was a person that, Everything that was going on with me, anything that was going on with me, we shared. We talked all the time. We talked about yeah. every day. We talked. And then now, you know, that's that's not there. But I think I needed I needed that security blanket taken away. Absolutely. Um, I get it. So that I could stand up on my own two feet and not depend on anybody or rely on anybody. I think it was God's way of showing me, you can do this. You have me. You got me. You can do this. Right. And so I'm walking in that and just, again, learning to give myself and show myself some grace. And I know you do it sometimes, too. You know, we beat up on ourselves about, you know, I still have these feelings. We're compassionate people. Um, you know, we're all made different. God made us all different. And so um, there is still a level of compassion, um, you know, people that I still pray for. There are some people that I pray for that I don't ever want to come around me anymore. <laughs> I'm clear about that. You stay over there. But I'm going to pray for you, though. You know, I don't want anything bad to come to any of them, anybody. Um, there's something I don't care to ever deal with or ever see ever again in life. Um, I don't ever want to say their name out loud because I don't want them to come up, pop up. But um, it is, it, it, this has been an experience and it's been a good experience. And I know that there's more to come, more good to come out of this. And uh, I'm just excited to um, be able to, um, when, when we get to the point where we can have the feedback, um, mm -hmm. to uh, give yes. us views on the books and um, so looking yes, forward please, to please too when I, um, if you all read it please go to my website lisaogilliam.com I have a guest book please write your comments there some people have texted me or they text Tracy and we appreciate that but sometimes when we're going through we're like why we do this it's mm -hmm. good to have it in writing where we can actually go back to it and see it for ourselves um Absolutely. with that being said tracy can you tell people how they can find you on social media please yes 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 um on on facebook um my my social media is my name tracy m Worley. um and on instagram my name is by tracy m or i no i changed it it's i am tracy monique <laughs> who am i I am Tracy Monique, <laughs> so that's my tag on Instagram. And my website is bytracym.com, B-T-R-A-C-Y-M.com, bytracym.com. Yes, please don't put an E in that, Tracy. No, that's okay. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, and then you all can find me. Um, the website is uh, www.lisalgilliam, that's G-I-L-L-I-A-M.com. You can find my social, um, at One Singing Lady, all the links are on there. My music's on there. Poetry is on there. So I spoke a word. Our podcasts are on there as well. 
Um, and the book links are on there too. So I actually just changed my website up again early this morning, last night, early this morning. So it's a little different. Um, but please support us, follow us on social media. Thank Let you. us know how what you think. Um, we are going to start, like I said, or like Tracy said for me, when y'all couldn't hear me having couch, couch conversations, which are just going to be intimate conversations. We want to talk about the book and things that the ladies don't want to talk about. I was a counselor for 20 years. I'm not practicing um, now, but I do still uh, help people in, in my job capacity. But I want to use the counseling skills that I've been given to try to pour into other people and do the same thing that we did, you know, the four of us. Um, mm -hmm. I can say that all of us are probably in a different space now than where we were last year. Um, it may not all be where we thought we would be, and we may not have all done everything right. And we talk about that because the biggest thing for me, one of the biggest takeaways, they said, you know, the slogan is it takes 21 days to form a habit. I don't agree with that anymore. Mm -mm. Um, <laughs> it may start your process. It may change, you know, something within the 21 days, but that may not happen forever. It's a good way to start, um, yeah. to start yeah. the change, but the change would have to continue. The process has to continue well beyond the 21 days. You might be able to meet a goal or two, even in that time. Yeah. Um, but when something's been so deeply embedded or you've dealt with it, again, learned behavior for such a long time, may take a little bit more. And by a little, I mean a lot, um, than 21 days to move forward um, to complete healing. So when I talk to people, I let them know I'm, I'm healing. I am better. And I am in every aspect of the words, but um, I'm still not 100% yet, but every day, you know, God allowed this to happen for a reason. He knew what I would do, including the sin. He knew what I would do beforehand. And so that gives me some type of peace and solace, know that he still loves me in spite of me yeah. and is there for me as I, you know, some of the stuff I have to work out myself but I know that he's there. He's got my back. And so um, I hope that you'll like, share, subscribe, um, even to my YouTube page. I may come back. I am going to stop doing the podcast as consistent. So they won't be every other uh, week after December, just because I'm going to be trying to focus on the book, but I will still be doing um, podcasts and probably some YouTube lives in the future um, on a sporadic basis. So please go ahead and go to, um, anchor.fm or Spotify and follow, or you can find the podcast on Amazon podcast, Apple podcast, or Podmine. So one of those five platforms, go ahead and subscribe so that you'll know when another podcast is coming out and you'll get all the information firsthand. Thank you so much, Tracy, for holding it down, especially when my audio was acting Always up. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. <laughs> and, my fellow um, coat. <laughs> would you say that's the old pleasure my fellow coats <laughs> <laughs> um but we will um definitely we'll talk soon that's for sure and um you all have a great rest of your day have a well i hope that you had a happy thanksgiving we're recording this before thanksgiving but i hope that you had a happy thanksgiving and this holiday season brings you nothing but joy and peace and love and I do want to say, even when this airs, if you need additional help or assistance, um, please reach out to, you know, the, the National Suicide Prevention Line or 
um, crisis line or something so that you have someone that will be there with you. Um, the holidays can be, you know, a little iffy for some of us mm -hmm. and not say for some of us, including me, you know, especially when you don't have all of your family here and you're used to celebrating with them, or whatever. I'm still not used to it. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, thank God for friends and family that, that do still reach out and, you know, are willing to, to make sure I'm not alone. Yes. So, but if you find yourself in that state, please don't go at it alone. Please, you know, reach out to someone and be honest about wherever you are, because the only way that you can really move or progress to to health is being honest about whatever's ailing you. And that's mental or physical. All right. Thank you, Tracy. Oh, you're welcome, sis. Thanks, everybody. You all have a wonderful rest of your evening. One singing lady out. Please note any comments made on this LLG Random But Real podcast by myself, Lisa One Singing Lady Gilliam, or my guests are our own views. They are not to be made or determined an actual professional or in lieu of an actual professional. If you relate to any of the topics, please seek professional help, contact a therapist, a psychologist, any other mental health professional, or if it's an emergency, please call 911. Thank you so much for tuning in.